Welcome to Full Disclosure here on WMAY on 92.7, 94.7, and 970 AM. Each Wednesday morning, we check in with David Grising, President and CEO of the Better Government Association. Joining us this morning, live from a city that is about to see indoor dining and bar service shut down within the next couple of days, unless something big changes in the meantime. From Chicago, David Grising with us here this morning. David, good morning to you. Good morning, Jim. Yeah, it's a shutdown time here in Chicago, and uh, it brings to mind all the shutdowns that are happening all across the state. Uh, and we're uh, teetering on the brink of that here in Springfield as well. The first day of a three-day period, if we remain above 8% positivity, we could see the same mitigations imposed as most of the state is currently seeing. Uh, and the pushback is already underway. Uh, we know the Republicans are uh, uh, angry about what they say is a lack of transparency on the part of the, the governor's office and the administration on how and why these decisions are being made. Uh, and we know there's been a little bit of a tiff between the governor and the mayor of Chicago over this as well. Mayor Lori Lightfoot uh, indicating she felt a little bit blindsided by the mitigations, even though we've known what the, the standards were, were going to be for this for uh, for weeks, if not months. So, uh, David, how do you see this all shaking out? Uh, obviously, uh, this is a, a major development for Chicago and the entire state as we are, are back in the thick of this pandemic. Well, there's huge political dimensions right now, of course, during an election when some of these uh, state representatives uh, are uh, affected by the shutdowns because voters become unhappy uh, with the government generally and people who are in office kind of tend to get some blame. We saw the most high profile pushback uh, yesterday when Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago uh, on the, the PBS NewsHour show was criticizing uh, Governor Pritzker for a lack of transparency and communication and coordination uh, with the Chicago mayor's office. This is a refrain we have heard statewide, uh, although the governor, to, to his uh, credit, has been pretty clear about what the metrics are and, and when um, uh, we may see some uh, uh, areas forced back into uh, mitigation, what they're calling mitigation measures. Uh, it, and in, in the Chicago case, you saw the health commissioner, Allison Arwadi, Dr. Allison Arwadi, uh, kind of forecast that Chicago was headed uh, toward uh, new restrictions. And so uh, it's hard to tell how much of this is just politics and how much of this is, is an honest uh, sense of uh, confusion or lack of information from the governor's office it's got to be really tough when you're sitting in the governor's office watching those numbers go up. We've seen Dr. Alice, uh, Dr. Zeke, uh, the, the head of the Illinois Health Department, uh, deal with this on a daily basis. We saw her late last week kind of emotionally have a breakdown as a result of some of the pressures that she's dealing with. And so uh, nobody doubts that this is these are difficult decisions and they do take some judgment calls presumably on people, uh, on the part of people in the governor's office. Yeah, pretty remarkable moment that got national attention when Dr. Ezekiel had to, to pause to compose herself as she began to cry, talking about the rise in cases, talking about the deaths, talking about her frustration that the message of wearing masks and social distancing and avoiding large gatherings doesn't seem to be getting through uh, to some people. We saw a bit of a flash of anger from the governor yesterday as well uh, as a Chicago radio personality who's been a frequent antagonist 
uh, was there at his uh, press briefing, asked some questions, and he uh, he went off on her uh, a little bit. So everybody's tensions are high, and of course this is not only playing out in the political arena, it's playing out in the legal arena, and we had in Kane County a judge issue a temporary restraining order for one restaurant uh, that doesn't want to have these restrictions imposed on it. Yeah, yes, this is an important case. Uh, King County Judge Kevin Bush uh, uh, resisted or uh, issued a temporary restraining order against imposition of the shutdown order for Foxfire Restaurant in Geneva. And the judge kind of went back to apparently his old constitutional law books and was quoting from the First Amendment and the rights of assembly and, you know, kind of got a little carried away maybe. But nevertheless, uh, we see uh, wave after wave of this litigation that seeks to stop imposition of these orders. So far, the governor has had a pretty good record on winning these cases, relying on his emergency orders and extensions of uh, the 30-day uh, periods of, of emergency, et cetera. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, with a ruling like this, it's now expected we may see yet more lawsuits across the state against uh, these these efforts to uh, shut down businesses, especially bars and restaurants. That seems to be the flashpoint for a lot of people. It was the flashpoint for the mayor of the city of Chicago. It is the flashpoint in this particular case in Kane County. Uh, bars and restaurants, I guess, in part because, as Lori Lightfoot said yesterday, they are dangling by a thread. You know, their economic viability is really uh, at risk here. And that's one of the reasons that we're seeing such a strong push in that particular sector of the economy. Uh, the state is apparently going to appeal that uh, that temporary restraining order. Ultimately, uh, it looks like the Illinois Supreme Court is going to have to decide just what exactly the governor's powers are here, particularly because the legislature has been pretty silent on this throughout the pandemic, seemingly content to let the governor make the decisions and take the heat for it. Uh, but I, I think you're absolutely right, David. There's no doubt we're going to see uh, many more legal challenges challenges and probably quite a bit of open defiance uh, of the governor's orders. We've seen that in places where these restrictions have already been imposed. Uh, and with Chicago now facing these mitigations and here in Springfield and central Illinois, uh, it looks like we could very well be headed that direction in the next few days as well. Uh, we have certainly not heard uh, the last of this, and this is going to continue to be uh, a major issue. Uh, I think certainly well beyond election day, even though some believe that the pandemic will, quote, disappear at that point, it it doesn't look like it's going to. We're back on full disclosure with the Better Government Association President and CEO David Greisings with us. We do want to encourage you to regularly check out the BGA's website, bettergov.org. Lots of uh, good, useful information there, investigative reporting. Uh, David, just want to touch briefly on a piece that has just gone up in the last couple of days. Uh, Amazon, with a, a big and growing presence here in Illinois, uh, but they're uh, getting a lot of help to make that happen. Absolutely. Amazon uh, is really growing fast in Illinois. 36 warehouses built in the last several years. Uh, and what is less known and what the BGA's investigative reporting discovered is that these communities, many of which are bl predominantly black uh, uh, residents, uh, have paid out $741 million in subsidies in order to uh, lure Amazon uh, and its warehouses there. And these are for kind of $15 an hour uh, warehouse jobs. These are not great, big, lucrative jobs. They're better than no jobs, maybe, 
But these cities are giving away a lot of money. And one other interesting aspect is that um, the, the cities that are majority white residents pay out a lot less. Fifteen warehouses have been built in in cities, uh, suburbs with majority white residents. Those su suburbs have paid out only $100 million in incentives, whereas the 21 that have, built, that have been built in majority non-white suburbs have paid out $640 million. That raises the question about why are those particular suburbs paying out that much more? Or conversely, why is Amazon insisting on better deals from uh, suburbs that are uh, uh, have non-majority uh, or non-white majority residents? And how long would it take to reap a return on investment with that kind of payout uh, to Amazon, that kind of incentive package there uh, to be able to uh, recover that? The whole point of incentives, obviously, is to create economic activity that then covers that cost and ultimately leads to, uh, to a, a, a positive result. Uh, but it could take a long time at that level of spending. It's a great read. Go check it out at the BGA's website, where you'll also find uh, details about the continuing problems uh, and the... Uh, the, the long-standing roots of the problems at the Illinois Department of Employment Security. No kidding. Uh, you know, this is an agency that, that typically operates without much attention or fanfare, but in the light of the huge amount of unemployment that has happened after in, in the midst of the COVID crisis, uh, they all of a sudden are in the spotlight. Uh, unfortunately, in terms of timing, uh, they, are, they are in that spotlight at a time when the number of people uh, employed by the department is way down, down by almost 50% from where they were at 2012 when they had about 2,000 employees and now have only a, a little more than 1,000 employees. And uh, the number of cases is, uh, you know, they, they're falling way behind in, in dealing with cases. Um, they did not meet standards on a rating that is done by the Department of Labor um, uh, on, on five out of 10 metrics. They failed to meet standards. Um, they've got a, a couple of million unemployment applications that have not yet been uh, fulfilled. And uh, this is a serious problem at an agency that is heavily relied on right now for help for people who have lost their jobs in the middle of one of the most severe economic downturns that we have ever seen, where unemployment is very hard and it's in extraordinarily difficult right now to uh, to get a new job. And so that getting uh, quick action on your unemployment application is really vital, a vital concern. And so uh, our reporting has shown that this agency, as of right now, is ill-equipped to handle the problems that it's dealing with. And, and no real improvements, at least, that are evident to most of the public months into the pandemic-related recession. Go check it out at BetterGov.org. David, finally, only about a minute and a half left here. Uh, final thoughts before Election Day next Tuesday. What should people be thinking about, what they should be watching out for? Well, uh, certainly the, uh, the the Governor Pritzker proposal for a graduated income tax is the big item. It's the one that uh, is right there on the first page of, of everybody's ballot uh, as in terms of local issues. And Illinois is not in play as far as the presidential contest goes, but state house races uh, are are in play. And the big question will be whether uh, President Trump uh, can pull through some Republican uh, uh, lawmakers, both in the state house and the um, and and in the congressional delegation, or whether there's a blue wave that further 
uh, it strengthens the Democratic hold, especially on the state legislature. This is very important as we look ahead to uh, redistricting in Illinois, uh, which will follow immediately upon uh, this election and it'll be happening early next year. And that will set uh, state state House and congressional districts uh, for the next decade. And so the result of this election will have long-lasting effects in a lot of different ways. Very much looking forward to next Wednesday morning when we will talk about the results of the fair tax uh, constitutional amendment vote. Uh, if we uh, hopefully will have some idea of uh, the numbers in the uh, state house and what it might portend for Mike Madigan's future. Great discussion next Wednesday morning. In the meantime, go check out the BGA's website at bettergov.org. David, we're out of time. Thanks so much. Talk to you next week. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.